Hi, it's Mr. Pluse here, and I'm going to go through a uh, article I've come across in the Australian Geographer. The article is called um, "A Farmer-Driven Innovation in New South Wales, Australia." It's the Australian Geographer, 2013, Volume 44, pages 81 to 95, and the author is an academic from the University of Sydney, Fiona McKenzie. In particular, this article is relevant to the topic economic activity, and I would like you to apply the principles of it to the Allendale case study that we've done. So even though they're talking about farming, we're talking about how farming as viticulture could be applied to it. Remember, the focus is about innovation in farming. And the article outlines seven things that enable farmers to drive innovation. The first one is to observe signals from the landscape. In relation to Allendale, that would be by looking at the impact of coal seam gas on the valley and also perhaps the impact of coal dust from mining. There's just two examples that come to mind to me straight away. The second um, innovation that you could consider is that just to do independent testing and trialling. Now at Allendale, there's a little bit of talk about that by using different techniques for pesticides, a little bit of talk about that in relation to the growing of certain grapes and the importing of certain grapes for trialling and testing. But I think you could also take a non-spatial testing and trialling approach and that's with the notion of using social media for marketing. You know, it was you girls who encouraged the um, property owner to think about social media as a tool of marketing um, the selling of wine. The third driver of innovation on a property would be actually property redesign where they might redesign the property itself. I don't think there's a lot of evidence of that in Allendale but perhaps you might find that yourself so you can think about that one as well. The fourth example of farmer-driven innovation is increasing system flexibility. What that means is for the majority of farmers improving their land management is part of their view as responsibility of land managers as land managers. What that means is is that if a situation comes up you need to be flexible enough to respond to it and adapt to it in a way that improves the production of your product, grapes, the distribution of your product and the changing up of the product into another product as in the case here of making wine. And so that sort of system flexibility is required as well. The fifth example of um, this sort of innovation, farmer-driven innovation, is by paying for independent advice. Many of us don't like paying money for things, we try and do it ourselves, but sometimes you just have to dig into your pocket and pay the experts to get the advice. That might be in the re relation to getting advice about the best way to treat an environmental problem on the property, whether it be pests or water issues or pollution. It could also be getting advice in particular about how the best way to actually mature and um, cultivate the grapes or it could be in the realm of the actual bottling and the distribution of the wine itself that comes from the grapes. Remember distinguishing between the viticulture, the making of the grapes, and the making of the wine. So that you could get advice and pay for that advice to do it. The sixth uh, innovation you could talk about is participate in farmer groups, and that's what Allendale did do. They are working together collegially in the Hunter Valley area. They work together in relation to making use of the tourist dollar that comes into the, to the valley and also the tourist people who come to the valley. And I think they work together as groups doing that well as viticulturalists. We know, for example, that they used to go down to 
um, wine production markets and distribution points down at Balmoral Beach. So remember we talked about that. The seventh example of farmer-driven innovation is where they talk about actively seeking information. And clearly at Allendale there was a lot of evidence where they actually went overseas on trips to see what's happening in the new wine areas, particularly in Hong Kong and China. And also they would seek information from government bodies about recent research and what needs to be done. So in summary, what I'd like to say about this article by the academic from Sydney University and the Australian geographer is seven things that farmers do to enable innovation on their property and this can come down to you talking about factors related to Allendale. One is to observe signals from the landscape. The second thing is to do independent testing and trialling. The third is to make, take consideration of property redesign. The fourth is to increase system flexibility. The fifth is to pay for independent advice. Um, the sixth is to participate in farmer groups, in this case viticultural or winemaking groups. And the seventh way to enable farmer-driven innovation is to actively seek information. So I hope that you've enjoyed these five minutes of just discussing a few issues on this article and hopefully it gives you some insight to some ideas you can apply to the case study of Allendale. Okay, bye for now.